Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, David Earl, a man you'll know from his work with Ricky Gervais on Afterlife and Derek, etc. And as a stand-up, Brian Gittings, yeah. podcaster, Chatterbix, etc. Uh, he's got a new film out. Uh, it's his first feature film as a writer and uh, co-star and um, it's called Brian and Charles and he joined us for a chat and about his new love of Exeter City yeah I thought I went a bit far Paul but, yeah you he know, got a bit he, he got, got a bit stuck much. Charlie let the old talky yeah, hello spectacles. caller got a bit uh, hello caller it did a bit um, we spoke to Burton Albion's PA announcer yes um, yeah, a big why night, you're Paul. probably thinking well you'll find out <laughs> and uh, he went viral today for reasons you'll discover. We had a bit of a chat, we didn't did. we? We had lots of nice lots stuff. Lots of nice chats. Lots you got involved, stuff. you helped us out, as always. So here it all is. This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker with his Rental 4 here on TalkSport, where this afternoon, Charlie, tell us what's coming up. Coming up over the next three years. Three years? <laughs> three years? Wow. <laughs> what a start. Oh, wow. Well, Coming up over the next three hours, we're in LA with Chelsea's Akira Bali. I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got some news for you, Paul. And Sterling confirms his departure. We'll head to St Andrews on the eve of the Open. And could Messi, Mbappe, Neymar, and Ronaldo really be about to happen? Bonkers. Uh, we're also interested in your It's Not Exactly Live Aid tales and indeed your TV mashups. Charlie's going to kick us off with uh, an intriguing one. And uh, actor, writer, Exeter City fan David Earl tells us about his new film, Brian and Charles. Yeah, there's all this, plus former jockey Lizzie Kelly on how the new whip rules could have affected the national. And we'll hear the country song that's inspiring the lionesses. Yeah, we certainly will. It is six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Um, just started with a little dance there, wasn't it? We were just discussing well, uh, how we perhaps should have a, a choreographed opening well, to the show. I, I, I... Okay, we got talking about uh, the Jacksons. Can you feel it? it? Did, and yeah. then, well, I gave you dun, 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 dun. and then you got up and did a kind of complete seaside special like dance routine. So yeah. sashayed into the space and and we're doing all the moves you'd expect. Yeah, it's, from it's one an of old my Saturday um, night entertainment. Yeah, show. it's one of my specialities that I can do. I can impro choreography in the Saturday night TV style. Yeah, very more or good. less any any tune, but. Can you feel it? Is your great? Imagine it. You're at Butlin's, yeah, you know, Butlin's somewhere, Paul, and and you hear, you hear those you first dum, few bars, dum, dum, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? Please welcome the Redcoat Dancers. Yeah, yeah. And then they, and then you'd come out, and every move you can imagine in your head, Charlie was doing for us. In the, he was wowing the Beautiful. news team with his. So what moves. I thought I might do is because um, I know they like to do clip clip, clip stuff out. We do. Don't they love to? I mean, if you could come in and do out. a full choreographed routine for the start of the show, the Hawksby and Jacobs music. Out. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah. For gonna, our music, going to do that for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll, well that be lovely, and we'll put and we will definitely we'll film put it, that out. Put for that you. out yeah, there. Don't touch that dial. Get people to learn it. 
Yeah. Lovely, isn't it? A TikTok. <laughs> Put it on a TikTok. Sort of flash mob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, TikTok. We'll do that we'll we'll go viral. Them next year. Oh, it'd be amazing at Cheltenham. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Get all yeah. the jockeys doing it. That'd be lovely, the wouldn't it? Room. Yeah, get Paddy Power doing it. Be yeah, brilliant. I would do it. would be fantastic, oh, definitely it? You know? do it. Oh, there. Um, anyway, um, well, yes, you uh, last night, we were both watching a film last yes. night. Yes. Uh, because uh, David Earl's going to join us later on. His film, um, Brian and Charles, both very much enjoyed. And he's going to be much. joining us to chat about that. Harry became an Exeter City fan. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it, it, he did a podcast with Joe Wilkinson, didn't he? He basically moved down to the West Country, mm-hmm. had to adopt a team locally, yeah. although much to yours and our producers' annoyance, his actual local team in terms of mileage is Torquay United. Yes. But he went glory hunting with he Exeter. He did, he went to Exeter City, which, yeah. um, look, it, it's that's his choice. And if he wants to ruin his life, that's fine. But the podcast's great because it's it's a man sort of learning new things. He's not, he admits he's not the biggest of football fans, but no. he's completely embraced being an Exeter yeah, City and fan. Of course, one not one that came second in the yes. league this season. They had a brilliant time, brilliant mm. t- season to join, you know. So, but to listen week by week, a guy who's just learning the ways of yeah, football, of l- lower league football. Even I think, I think like, he was a Man United fan before, right. so I think this is quite new. Yeah, but buying him. tickets and that whole process of being part of the club and getting yeah. emails from the club and yeah. saying, "Well, I, I still haven't got my," and having to phone the club up. The yeah. things that we've probably all been doing for years, but was all new it. to him. But anyway, yeah. They will talk us through that, that fantastic film. So that's great. Yeah. Um, you came in, Charlie, with a, a you pitched us a TV format, and yeah. most people who pitch movies or or pitch formats for anything, they go in and they'll say it's so and so meets so and so. It's so and so crossed with this. It's you know because that's an easy way to get give people an idea of what yes. the show is. But this show, you saw some old footage of. Uh, the, well, I've always famous... been a big fan of uh, Fred Dibner. Yeah, uh, now there may Paul. be some young listeners young, out there who don't know who exactly. Fred Dibner was. He was a star, really, of the what sort of eighties? I'd uh, say 90s? the uh, early eighties, eighties, uh, and then nineties, wasn't he? You and know? he was a steeplejack, a steeplejack, and and would so would climb. We should probably explain what that is <laughs> as well. It takes a lot of explaining, isn't it? it so does. Maybe it's not as a easy an elevator pitch as I was thinking it is. No, but Fred Dibner <laughs> used to pull down big, big buildings yeah. and big chimneys. By setting them on fire, basically. Yeah. But sort of, he'd do it. He's very old school. He'd have, yeah. He'd just have a very long ladder. He wouldn't clip himself to anything, and he'd be stood there smoking on the top of a sort of chimney stack. But I saw a photo of him on top of some cathedral spire somewhere. Yeah. And you know, he's got no ropes or anything on there. He's just up there on a top of a tall ladder, yeah. just not hanging on to anything. I mean, what the man's made of, I've no idea. <laughs> but anyway, what I came up with: Strictly Come Dibner, <laughs> Paul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you love that, when you love that to see like I don't know Kim or Aggie, you know one of the one of the the clean, those cleaner ladies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they're they're having a go at steeplejacking. Yeah, okay. You know, you know what the... I mean? One of the ones off Love Island. Oh yeah, one uh, of the ones yeah. off Love Island. <laughs> Can't think you of got any. Now. Okay, fair can, enough. Can anyone? Gemma, she just. I mean, obviously, oh, Gemma the most Collins. famous. Gemma Collins. Not Gemma Collins. Not Gemma, Collins. Gemma Owen, but it doesn't matter. Oh, right. Gemma Owen. Yeah, okay. She's there. She comes out. She comes out of Love Island this year. Well done, Gemma. You've done a great job. You've yeah. really upped your profile. We've got some. Got blow it's a tower stri- up in Clackett. It's strictly. It's strictly. Yeah. Oh, lovely. All no. you've got to do is just go and. Lay, it's not outside your comfort. Just go and lay the explosives under the tower so it falls. What Fred used to do was burn tires. Paul. Really? He'd, he'd knock a few bricks out and he'd burn tyres. That's always a nice smell, isn't it? That, <laughs> That'd be nice. A burning tyre. <laughs> yeah. So Gemma Owens, her first job out of Love Island, she has to go up and pull some big, you know, industrial 
Yeah. Chimney down somewhere. I, I think it's going to be love Saturday night TV, Paul? I imagine, uh, you know, she was thinking of a couple of hello photo shoots and a sort of a trip to somewhere <laughs> hot and sunny and being photographed know, on the beach. Probably not taking... Strictly come Dibner. Taking a tower down that's uh, been there for 250 years. Next week, Gemma climbs York Cathedral. <laughs> it's a nice idea. Anyway, just some of the ideas that Charlie comes up yeah. with in so, the office. Um, also, <laughs> you noticed something in the Metro oh, uh, yeah, free newspaper today, Charlie, that might get the listeners going. Yeah, this was a good one. This was a good mm. one. So this, this was the cultural events, the best cultural events of the last 50 years. They've yeah. been decided. Someone's paid for a, uh, you know, do like a, uh, what do you call it, a survey now and again. Mm. Yeah. Live Aid in 1985 and the Channel to- Tunnel opening in 1994 yeah. have been named among the among the biggest cultural events of the last 50 years. Well, you know, you have to have to agree with that, I suppose. But I'm more interested in the smallest cultural events of the last 50 years. Okay. People's, it's not exactly Live Aid. It's not exactly Live Aid. Do you want to kick us off? Well, with Judy, Judy Spires, I don't know if you remember her from Radio 2 and oh, yeah. she used to host on TSW... She right. turned up, opened our village fate once, Paul. Didn't have Gus Honeybun, so it was the puppet she did the birthdays with on TSW. Right. <laughs> Listening to Radio Devon. No, and, 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 but she turned up. Not exactly Live Aid, though, is it? Not, it's not exactly, <laughs> not exactly Live Aid, Live Aid. Yeah. It, That's true. It's what true. we want. So not, it's not exactly, exactly Live, Live Aid, Aid when it comes to cultural events. If you want to share those with the class, as well as some of your um, format mashups, Strictly yes. Come Dib now we were kicked off with, but it's this cross with this. You'll be surprised how many of those get made. Um, talksport.com text 1889 tweet TSH&J we will kick off this afternoon because there are reports over in France that um, overtures are being made uh, by Ronaldo's people to PSG so yeah. the prospect of Messi and Ronaldo playing in the same team, not but and then, Neymar then you add, and Mbappe, and, yeah, you add all that. As to I said, Paul, who's on free kicks? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, what? I mean, what if we were the... a different sort of show, that would be our phone in for the next hour. Yeah, <laughs> who's on free kicks? Who's on free? Well, Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, or uh, Neymar? I mean, I suppose none of them are that keen to show. And pens. I mean, who's, you know, they're not going to be sharing them out, are they? I mean, Messi doesn't win it and hands it to Ronaldo. He yeah. hands him the ball. Or does he? I don't know. I mean, they're doing a lot of radio shows work for them with this, if they create this team. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, whose shirt are you buying? Yeah. Yes, that'll be, that'll be on true. someone's... It will Someone's be. show later on today or well, tomorrow morning. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The listeners have been getting in touch yeah, on Strictly your Come Dibner, yeah. Um, uh, which is a mashup of TV shows, of course. We're going to do yeah. that today. Ray in Edinburgh. Hi, guys. A programme mashup suggestion. Best funnies from comedians in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. The Antiques Joke Show. Yeah, I'm not sure some of them would have. <laughs> make the test of time maybe really. not Sunday tea listen time listen to any jokes in the in the <laughs> 70s not quite sure whether you would probably get away with those anymore who's on free kicks Jason in Christchurch says, yeah. this is an easy one Messi on free kicks yeah. Ronaldo on pens and Bappi and Neymar can do the diving around to win the pens and free kicks well done Jason yeah, yeah you've absolutely nailed it it's a get shame though, to France. from what Julian said there that we're not going to see it in the halcyon summer of 2000 my brother was thrust into the spotlight as one of the human Flies starring in the bumper breaker ad, oh. the break, yeah, the the break bumper ads during the second series of Big Brother. It's culminated in him opening a Dixon's in Tottenham Court Road. <laughs> it was a flagship short store, but it wasn't Live Aid. Not I exactly Live Aid, yeah. Thank ben you from that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, one of the a human fly. Um, imagine that. Come along to Dixon's <laughs> in Tottenham Court Road and meet one of the human flies off from the, the ad. You know, off the break the bumpers ad, you know. for Big Brother second series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. I've always wondered what it must yeah. be like to be a human fly. Not exactly Live Aid, uh, but in the Porridge film, the Showbiz Eleven yeah. had the weatherman from Anglia. 
TV. Oh, oh fantastic. Man. Diddy David Great Hamilton film. came, but we never saw him, did we? What a film that is. Very few of the film spin-offs work, but that... Yeah, I that one did, too, didn't it? Yeah, certainly a good, good one. one. Thank you, James, for that. Yeah, not exactly um, Live Aid. S Club 7, not exactly Live Aid. S Club 7 performed it at my uni. Can't deny this, a guilty pleasure of mine, but only three of them showed oh. up. <laughs> S Club 3. You can't be doing that. You four, you? stay there. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't be at the S Club 3. That doesn't quite work. Where uh, were the other four? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they are. Better things to do. And uh, Tom cleverly opened our newly laid local football pitch. Uh, Oxen Hope FC from Dan. There we are. Not exactly, Not exactly live, live, live aid. Keep them there coming. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. In the late 80s, Lofty... This is um, not exactly Live Aid. In the late late 80s, Lofty from East Enders. old mate Tom Watt. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Opened the new opticians. <laughs> I bet he did a lot of that. Yeah. I bet he got a lot of those. As a, gla- as, a, yeah. as a TV glasses Fam- wearer. Famous glasses wearer. Difficult to say no, isn't it, really? Difficult. If they went, you know, state. it's this much money to come and open these opticians yeah. as lofty. Yeah. Which, what do I have to do? Wear your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be doing that anyway. <laughs> in the late 80s, Lofty from EastEnders opened the new opticians in Filton Avenue, Bristol. Mm. While performing his celebratory duties, somebody let down all four tyres on his Saab motor car. Why, who would do that? Not quite like That's that. a real <laughs> duff-duff moment when he got back to his car. <laughs> Oh, wasn't it? <laughs> I bet doing. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. About but, that. Yeah, we are. I mean, right, wonder if pe- people who are in EastEnders a lot. I wonder if something does go wrong. People around them must go. Yeah, but it's dreadful. That's right. I mean, I wasn't in it long enough to. Or when they're in a cab, do they look out the back of the cab ruefully? Or when it rains, do they look up at the sky and do the duff duff music? I was only in it. Six episodes, yeah. Before, so I can't, Charlie. Know, I can't. Just remind us, you were in East <laughs> no, I was in East oh, and I don't like to bring it up too much. You what know. was your role, Tim, Tim Reynolds? What did Tim Reynolds do? Big interview with Sam Womack yesterday, actually, in the paper. Mm. Paul, when she was, well, you were about, a love interest. I was, well, I tried to be, okay. and, uh, and uh, she was talking about her favorite co stars and that sort of stuff. Not, not a mention, no, Tim Reynolds. The 14 years she was there, yeah, it was like the, just a speck of dust <laughs> on her shoulder, <laughs> nothing, Paul. <laughs> What accent did you uh, give us? Was it a Just, kind of West remember. Country Cockney? <laughs> was up it the, what, up the old apples and pears? <laughs> was, it, was it like Get that? Get down there, is it? Was it? A... <laughs> <laughs> All right, pint of lager, please, uh, would, Car- Sharon. That would have been great, wouldn't it? Been lovely, Tim wouldn't Reynolds it? had come I wasn't in. allowed to do it. I said, can I do it in my own accent? They went, no, you're from Surrey or something. Haven't you had the Doc Martin call? I mean, oh, has that never point. come in? It's, yeah, it's finishing that, my friend. I was watching a bit of that last night. It's finishing. This is the last series. Yeah. Hello, Martin. I love yeah. it. It's good, isn't it? You could go in and That'd do that. Great, what you got to do? Just Martin, go. I've cut my leg on yeah. the beach. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, that's a great audition. But um, <laughs> they def- anyway, they've definitely let not you to bring know. up Tim Reynolds again. Bring back Tim Reynolds. I remember Bill Roach, Ken Barlow, opening a new Granada TV shop in Dalkeith, a few miles south of Edinburgh in the early eighties. Thank you, Brian. Not exactly live. Not exactly aid. Live Aid, Paul. Live Aid is the uh, greatest cultural event of the last fifty years, a poll says. But we're looking for those events that weren't exactly. Uh, Live Aid. Um, definitely not Live Aid. One for Charlie. The Herald Express uh, reported Arthur Bostrom, the oh, policeman yes. from Allo Allo, yes. opened the Precinct Bazaar in St Mary by. Church. Yes, lovely. In the uh, in the early 2000s. Don't know how it went. Spent the day in the Dolphin instead. There's a lot of local knowledge <laughs> in there. <laughs> a lot, lot, lot required. Okay. I, Dolphin's a good pub. I expect uh, that Arthur was in something on the seafront. Oh, yeah. In a play on the seafront. So I he was down there anyway. Down there They wouldn't anyway. have paid his expenses to come all Saint, the way down no, there. St. Mary Church is where I stopped for cash to try and get into Torquay United. When you used to pay cash on the oh, okay. gate, stop in St. Mary Church, get your cash, and then go 
drive down a plane. Do you ever carry cash then? It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's where our producer John Parks when he goes. Is that right? To the, uh, to the cast. Great, well, great. Very Radio Devon today, isn't it? It's getting well. It's yes, getting a bit. Uh, this is not my fault. <laughs> Devon Air. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul. It's me, Charlie Baker, here on TalkSport. Martin Bayfield, former England lock, Hagrid body double, yeah. police officer. Oh, fine after dinner speaker and host. I've seen him in action. He's very good. How old is he? How tall is he, Paul? Do you know how tall, how tall is he? Mine, baby, about six nine. Is he? Is it, well, this is, this is a yeah, lovely link for you, isn't it? Because okay. I was talking to you earlier on about uh, how uh, Kyle Hudlin, who is yeah. the the tallest professional footballer in in the country, uh, is was playing for Solihull Moors last year. Was yeah. playing very well for them and nearly nearly shot them back into the football. Not back. Shot them into the football league. Yeah, I don't think Solihull Moors were ever in the football league. I don't know. Someone mm. will correct no. me. I'm sure. Kyle Hudlin, six foot nine. He's moved to Huddersfield. He's got the big move to wow. Huddersfield. Paul, lovely for so the national league. Isn't it, that? Sticking it in the mix. Yes, right time. swing it in the mix at a big Kyle Hudlin, six foot nine, yeah. two inches taller than Peter Crouch. If you want to know, wow, where we are on the sliding scale. I sold Martin Short, uh, six foot ten. Martin Short, is he coming Martin, in as well? I sold Martin <laughs> Short, yes. What did you him, sell him? Sold him with Spurs. For a bloke, he's, he's in his 70s now. We are buying older players. After Perisic, we thought we'd go a bit older. Um, yeah, six foot ten. Is he? Martin. Taller yeah. than Kyle Hudlin. Yeah, that's there right. There we are. Any raise? Yes. <laughs> Anyone we can't get any no? higher than that. that John, uh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, yeah, our occasional series. I bet he's fun to have a pint with. Oh, lovely, yeah. Where okay, you, yeah. you go in, you just decide to go in for a quick pint, maybe read the paper on your own, just a little bit of me time. Just a little time, yeah. Little and bit somebody of time. sidles up to you, such as Christian uh, Cavaletti, 50, and says, uh, Hello, my name's Christian, although he, he lives in Milan, so he probably wouldn't okay. speak like that. Hello, my name's Christian. Uh, I've amassed a collection of 12,402 cans of Pepsi dating from 1948 to the present mm. day. And you'd think, oh, okay, <laughs> you'd never neck a pint so quickly. Okay, anyway, mate. mate, I must get off. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Are uh, they full? The, are they, that's the first question. Oh, what? Full? You kept them full? Or have you drunk them and kept the cans? Yeah, well, that's... Well, see, you're, get, you're coming up with interesting questions. Do they keep, Paul? Um, do they keep, do have to keep them in the fridge? He's got a special fridge. How does he store them? Sounds like you'd be quite happy to well, meet might be this fellow. You've got his number. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. See if you can make it, uh, make it work. Have you got any old Coke cans as well? Do you want some bad news? Fanta, Lilt. Got okay. some bad news go for on. you. Oh, dear, go on. Um, robots are predicted to rule the world by the 2060s. Well, uh, that that may wouldn't be surprised. Maybe an issue for you, possibly not me. We'll be um, speaking. We'll be speaking to, uh, of course. Um, this has come David Earl later on. His film involves him building a robot. That it, does. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But uh, this comes from the artificial intelligence uh, people, and they say um, that it's feared that humans' only uh, role would be to entertain or work for the robot. So imagine doing a stand-up set to a bunch of robots. Where are you from, mate? Yeah, what do yeah. you do for a living? I'm a robot. I mean, they could wipe out most <laughs> Get people's acts, wouldn't it? La- Front lasers row. you. Yeah. <laughs> be They'll have lasers by then because the robots would create the lab- lasers for themselves, Paul. Yes, they would. That's how it'll work. As soon as you give them the skills... Yeah. They'll work it all out for themselves, and we'll be that'll be it. It'll be over for us. Fantastic. That'll be it. When is it? Twenty sixty. Now I won't be yeah. right there. Well, I'm The beautiful cab driver logic. There's this. That was fantastic. Well, you know, give it. Give them. Teach them it, and then they just do it themselves. <laughs> they just go, do it themselves. Can I drop you here? Talking give, of which, give a man a fish, Paul. Give a robot. Give a robot. <laughs> give a, a robot a laser. Yeah, and he'll shoot you for one day. Teach a robot how to. 
put a laser in another robot. Oh, that old... Say yeah, that one. That old chain. <laughs> Charlie the cabbie's been in touch. <laughs> he has gone to the EastEnders wiki page. OK, yeah, lovely. And uh, he's found details of Tim, Tim Reynolds. Tim Reynolds is in there, isn't it? It's yeah. almost like it's a little kind of uh, top trumps card. It is, isn't it? Lovely. It says here, portrayed by Charlie Baker. There he is, yeah. Introduced by Dominic Treadwell Collins, who was the producer. Yeah, lovely. Uh, gender, male. Yeah, uh, well. Um, first appearance... Gender is a construct, Paul. Well, it, I, I, take that up with a wiki top okay, trumps, we'll do, not yeah. me. <laughs> Uh, first appearance, 2nd of February 2016. Last appearance, 4th of May 2016. It's oh, a long stretch, wasn't it, for six episodes? Duration, 2016. Episode yeah. count, five. Is oh, that... five. Maybe yeah. I was booked for six. Did five. Maybe they paid you for six. Don't tell them. They might knock you. might ask for the money. Not but... dead, though, Paul. Well, no, it says here, status, alive. This, yeah. The door is open. Classification, present, recurring. That's good. Hey, so well, you know the, they've, they've not written not, out. They've not, not dead, Paul. They've not written you out at all. They feel you could come back at some yeah, point. You never know. Bring back Tim Reynolds. The campaign yeah. starts. Well, it started a while ago. Twenty sixteen. Is it that? I'm still going on about it. Yeah. Six years later. I know uh, somebody may be listening. Uh, Ryan Philpot, that fine lad actor. I know Ryan. Uh, yeah, you know Ryan. Well. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. I knew Ryan. I've known Ryan since I was sixteen. Really? Have you yeah, really? Yes. Ryan, uh, pops his brother's up. a writer as well. That's on, right, on, Grant. On I worked with Burp, Grant on, yeah. on TV Burp for many years. Uh, but uh, Ryan is, was a copper on East End. Yeah. So whenever a uniform copper was needed, there could be gaps of six or seven years. But Ryan would be the guy they'd call up. Yeah. For the completest, for those people who think, well, if you call a copper, if you need a uniform copper, you've got to call him. So he would get this call whenever yeah. somebody came on the scene. Uh, Talented in, family. Grant's the. Producer, writer. Yeah, yeah, Ryan yeah. Philpot is the uh, actor and yeah. producer. And his brother, Seb, yeah. amazing trumpet player. What about that? And plays on tour with Rob Brydon at the moment and has his own podcast about music and yeah. plays with all these brilliant, brilliant lovely a talented time. family. Lovely to have a chat with you, Charlie. There we are. <laughs> um, what else are we going to say to you? Um, we've, got, well, we've had also Not Quite Live Aids. We've had loads of Not Quite yeah, Live Aids. Yeah, Not Quite Live Aid. Yeah. The big cultural events of the past 50 years. Live Aid's number one. What have you got that wasn't quite Live Aid? Yeah, in the late 1990s, former Saracens, Quinns, England and British and Irish Lion. Do you want to guess it, it from that, Paul? Saracens, Quinns, England, British and Irish Lions... Number eight, Tony Diprose. Oh, okay. Tony, not, oh, yes, yeah, I know I mean, the not, name. Not, yeah, yeah. not a household name, but, you no. know, I'm sure very excellent. Came to my school in Stevenage to promote a local cricketing initiative. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why would he have done that? I don't Why know. would he have done that? There we are. Very good. Afternoon, boys. Uh, great. Uh, afternoon, boys. Great boys. There we afternoon, are. Great, great boys. boys. Thank you, great boys. Okay. My, another boys. Three boys. Yeah. My boys, boys, boys. My, my boys brigade mm. company at Newcastle United's then new star centre forward Malcolm McDonald in oh, to wow. talk in front of about 30 people and a Sunderland fan let his tyres down on his car. There, this is a common theme. Yes. While they're in there. It's yeah, like, Tom Watts tyres let Tom, down earlier on. Well, we are. We'll, Why we'll, do we'll, people do that? We'll have your tyres let down stories. Why not, Paul? Okay. Eight ten eighty nine. <laughs> That's who, right. Who Char let your tyres down? Yeah. Charlie's who let your tyres down? That's the one. That's yeah, the follow-up single. Charlie's, Charlie's <laughs> choice there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Not only was I in EastEnders, but I did one episode of uh, Doctor Who once, and I still oh, wow. get sent all sorts of letters asking for did you do the sign stuff. Charlie? No, I've never done a convention, but that people did be. turn up at the show. I just did asking me for to sign stuff and get me to sign things. And I think, what the hell do you right. want this for? But they, I they think completists. I wonder. I just wondered if Martin gets sent Harry Potter stuff. Do ever. you? Do you, Martin? He's gone. Expelliarmus. I thought he was still there. <laughs> Expelliarmus. Armus Expelli. As uh, Bruce said, he ever got the part, would have said. Um, so, yeah, the conventions. That must yeah, be quite yeah, that's, yeah, I imagine that. I can see you, Charlie. I, I bet he does. Who did you play in Martin, Doctor Who? Oh, let's, not talk about, let's not talk about my career, Paul. Let's not go through my CV. Well, I'm just... Boring, I mean, you can't it? just chuck in Doctor Who, iconic TV series. Google it. In Google it, it Paul. Okay. Is there a, is there a, is there a Doctor Who top trumps? I've got. I am a top trump. Yes. Okay. Forty nine pace, Paul. I thought they've done me there, haven't they? Absolutely done me on pace. Oh, okay. You played the fat one. There we are. <laughs> that was your character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fat are. one. The fat one. Didn't even give me a character name. Sad, oh, isn't it? It's no. such a shame for me, isn't it? Well, I was the fat one in Doctor Who. That's brilliant, isn't it? Great mind that would be. Tell us what you did. Showbiz tales. Yeah, a good man goes to war. Was there the episode? Are. Good you episode, did, Charlie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I had my head chopped off, Paul. Don't want to spoil it. No spoilers. Okay, you're not. I'm looking at you. You're not particularly rotund. Oh, thank you, Paul. That's kind you're of looking you. Looking quite. Thank uh, you very much. You're not as slim as the other bloke. But uh, the other well, bloke. He was the other bloke. Like, one. Well, the other bloke looks like <laughs> Nicholas Linders. So that could be it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, speak Charlie Baker here on Talk Sports. Well, uh, we're going to chat about a new film. I love it, yeah. We both watched it. We both yeah. very much enjoyed Fantastic. it. It's called uh, Brian and Charles, the man behind it, who stars in it and co-wrote it, will be joining us for a chat very shortly. David Earl, you'll know from his work uh, in Derek and Afterlife and other yeah. fine shows. All sorts of stuff. He's been he's been around for a while. He now, has. So he's uh, very very good. Creates all his own characters as well. Does all his own writing. And he supports Exeter City. More does that indeed. later. But first, um, let's hear a little bit of uh, Brian and Charles, the trailer. My new project, I'm building a robot. Didn't look too bad, does he? Charles? Charles. <laughs> Charles? Charles. You like that name, do you? Hello, Brian. Hello, Charles. It's lovely to meet you. This is incredibly overwhelming. Imagine me and you. 
I never thought I'd make anything as amazing as Charles. You built my body. I built his body. And my tummy is a washing machine. I want to go on an adventure. Everything is lovely. It's not all lovely. Stay down, boy. There's a big old world out there. A big, perilous world. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What was that? Okay. Okay. Perilous. So perilous. I've never met anybody that could build a robot. We're happy not a child. I can look after myself, man. What's got into you? I tend to learn from each thing that I build. Bullseye! I am your friend, Bran. I'm your friend, too. I want to go to Honolulu. Charles, what are you wearing? It's my Hawaiian hula skirt. I think that gives you a lovely yeah, flavour of does, the film, yeah. actually. I feel like I've watched it again. And uh, David Earl uh, joins us. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon, Paul. Hello, Charlie. Hey. Hello. Well, we both loved it. It's uh, congratulations. It's, yeah, what a job! It's, it's, it's great fun. Um, oh, thank heavens! It's been <coughs> terrible. <Yeah>. It? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a long half hour. St stung the place out. <laughs> stung the place out. And here's no, where oh, you went God. wrong, David. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've made, we've know. got we've got we've got some notes for you. No, no, we're not. Right. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Too late for that. It, yeah. Oh. No, it's uh, it's it, it's it's it started life as a as a short, didn't it? Yeah. Well, it started life as a live act. <clears throat> wow. Um, really? Yeah, on the stand-up circuit. So mm. I've been doing Brian for like sixty. Oh. 60 or 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I did an internet radio show, as it goes, that no one really listened to. But the producer, uh, Rupert, called in, and he was too shy to talk. So he used this software, and, and one of the voices was Charles. So we developed this um, relationship over Skype. And, um, and then Chris was listening. He said, I want to build Charles. So we should do it live. So that's how it was, yeah, born. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and and so yeah, you have been playing Brian for a while. Mm. And what struck me about the film is it's a, it's a brilliant study of a of a of loneliness uh, and and trying to cope with loneliness. That's what it was for me, anyway. Um, yeah. If you had that in your mind at all, might just be like Matt, about a bloke who builds a robot. And and uh, Brian Gittins, you've been doing forever, and you just have found you, you recognise Brian Gittins. You've seen him around. You've seen that man mm. so many times in your life. I think especially uh, uh, if, if you're a, a bloke, you see blokes like that an, an awful lot, especially at lower league football, actually. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Their spiritual uh, home. So, do, do, but do you know not, what? There is, there is one at Exeter, actually. Yeah, there, there are lots, yeah. yeah. But you're, you're not, but yeah. I, I, know you, I know you, David, and, you're, and you don't strike me as a particularly lonely person who's lived a lonely life. Uh, where, where does that attraction to, to playing that come from? Uh, well, I definitely feel awkward in everyday situations. Sure. And um, so Brian's an inventor and all his inventions are wonky and don't quite work. So I was like, okay, that's most of the stuff I create, whether it be a joke <laughs> or a short film. Yeah. So I sort of don't know what I'm doing when I'm creating things. And um, so there's absolutely me in him. I, in fact, I, I watched it the other night and I thought, oh, no, this is me. Please, I hope no one spots this. <laughs> yeah. But now I've told all your listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's living. He's kind of living in the 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 wilds of Wales, isn't he? On his own, sort of lonely. And the film starts with him saying, "You know, I was having a tough time 
And yeah. it's, you know, it's very lonely guy coming up with these inventions. But as we heard there, a, a love interest is is introduced. There yeah. is a there's some a, a bit of a, there's some there's some peril involved as well. Sort of local yeah. local herbits. But yeah. um but it's yeah, it's uh, it's it, beautifully shot. It, it looks great. The narrative's fantastic. And you, the relationship so between yeah. you and and Charles, the the robot, is. Is lovely. I mean, it's, he's he's odd looking, isn't he? As, as you say, there, his body is a washing machine, which is yeah. it's quite jarring, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you honestly. When when I was on set or we were on set, definitely me, Chris would come on as Charles, dressed <laughs> as Charles, and I'd look at him genuinely and think, "How the hell have we got funding for this?" <laughs> I was I was really worried. There were two or three times I thought, "What if no one buys into this? We're we're doomed." But um, because we'd done the short and people seemed to like it mm. and, um, yeah, bought into it, I've, we had a bit of confidence. But there were mo- yeah, wobbly moments. Was that little yeah. sort of 10, 15-minute short you made a, a taste of Because did you always feel there was a sort of 90-minute film in it? Or was it people saying, you know, this is we've made it for 10, 15 minutes, this has got legs, we can do more with it? Yeah, yeah we'd, ju- we'd been doing the live show, we'd run out of steam and we just wanted to kind of, Put them on YouTube, sort of immortalise them, and yeah. just go right. That that's been done. Let's move on to the next project. And um, we we saw this short that was about a guy who looked after a, a sheep. And we thought, oh, let's turn the sheep into a, a robot. And um, so we stuck it on YouTube. People seemed to like it. And then Film Four said, "Have you thought about doing a feature?" We're like, oh, okay, that feels like a big old jump. <laughs> Huge, yeah. So that's how that's how it happened, yeah. Um, um, I, I mean, I was thinking about a lot of your characters. People might not know Combo. I, I used to love you doing Combo. I don't know if Combo still is still alive or still exists, but that I was thinking about that as well. And that that's that's another lonely person. Uh, I think Combo <laughs> with sort of a lot of. What are you trying to get? I'm just trying to. What I'm, no, I mean, I'm, I'm really building up to a, an extra, extra city joke in a minute. But, you know, we're gonna... <laughs> Come on, come on. I mean, I'll just build up to that, but it, it, but you do seem to find comedy in the, the darkness, I suppose, is what I'm trying to get at. is I feel like, um, for me with comedy, I feel like you've really got to care and I just try and, oh, I sound like an idiot, but I just try and give them a bit of backstory, a bit of depth. Yeah. That, that helps, hopefully helps the audience stick around and maybe, I don't know, yeah. Uh, I don't know where that loneliness comes from. I need to ring my friend um, Edward and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the film so analog as well. It's like the the robot isn't a big sort of shiny, shiny no, no, robot. I'm not assuming a great that, deal of CGI assuming that was involved, a sort of conscious decision no. to to make it feel analog. Like even the train that George takes... Lucas wasn't called it. Industrial Light <laughs> Magic were not called upon it. Any point, no. Were they really? No. He, he, even the train well, that takes him away at the end, I think, is a steam train. You know, and it feels it sort of gives it a timeless yeah. quality. Yeah, well, we wanted to wanted it to feel like a fairy tale. Yeah, um, and we actually we didn't want it. To, we wanted it to be kind of unspecific with location, but then BFI said, "No, let's set it in Wales." Uh, so yeah, we wanted it to feel like that kind of story. We wanted it to feel like Wallace and Gromit and um, yeah, uh, live action Pixar. Mm. But Jim wanted it to feel like a modern di- uh, documentary. And hopefully try and move away from the office and spinal tap a little bit and uh, yeah, make uh, it a bit 
And that relationship, David, as it, as it develops and uh, and Charles the robot goes into this sort of stroppy teenager yeah, that's funny. phase, that's, that's is very funny, very funny. funny bit, yeah. I mean, I, 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 knowing your work, as, of course, with with Ricky Gervais as well, you're a man that can make him corpse quite easy, and you're a bit of a corpse yourself. So I would imagine at times when Charles is lying there saying whatever. I mean, did you was it? Did it take a fair few takes or not? Yeah, we definitely definitely had moments because. We'd work to a script, but there would be times where we'd have a bit of space to improvise. So mm. the way we'd do it is Rupert, the producer, would be sat in another room with the software. Yeah. And uh, I'll improvise with Charles. So I'd ask him a question, then I'd have to wait 45 seconds for Rupert to type out the answer. So <laughs> we wanted to keep all those pregnant pauses in. And yeah, yeah. Rupert would, yeah, quite often make me laugh or. Chris would wiggle his finger as Charles, and yeah, yeah, it was hard. It's hard, yeah. And the dancing would make. I mean, when he when yeah, he gets into the full dancing, it'd be yeah, difficult yeah. to keep the straight face. I would think. The well, closer... we used to, we used to do that live, and we thought, oh, yeah. we've got to get a little dance routine. Yeah. Like yeah. And Louise Brealey, I mean, Louise Brealey is absolutely amazing in everything she's in. People yeah. know her. People know her from uh, Sherlock. Yeah, Home, yeah. she's in in that, isn't she? She's in Back yeah. with David Mitchell. Yeah, um, she's, she's just a brilliant, brilliant actor. So, I mean, she's fantastic in it, isn't she? Yeah, when she came in, we cast over Zoom because I think at the time, I think COVID was just starting to rear its head. And uh, but as soon as I started acting with her, I was like, oh, I can see these two together. I mm. can see Brian and mm. her sort of falling from one another. So yeah, she was brilliant. And it was a tricky world for her to sort of walk into, how to play it, because she's got a ludicrous robot and then Brian's a bit of an odd bod. So <laughs> I thought she, yeah, made brilliant decisions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so people can see it at the cinema at the moment, can't they? Is that right? Yeah, there? yeah. I can't believe it. It's at the Cineplex. No, <laughs> yeah. Five stars everywhere. Four and five stars everywhere. Every, all the big critics have loved yeah. it as well. You know, Mark so. Kermode loved, loved it, It's a huge it? hit. I, 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 Mel Kermode and I had a hug. Oh, yeah. oh, that's nice. <laughs> Honestly, I could have hugged all night. It was yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. It's great. That's how you got yeah. the fifth star, is it? So for, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, for, yeah. so for now in cinemas, and I suppose it'll be sort of digital downloads and everything soon, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, people should go and see it. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's great fun. Uh, Brian and Charles at your cinema now, and um, uh, we're going to keep talking to David actually because he moved down to the West Country uh, a while back, and he needed to adopt a football team. And he's uh, you may have heard the podcast with Joe Wilkinson, uh, but we are going to talk about his newfound love of Exeter City and yeah, just adopt, what it's like. Adopts the right word, like an old lost dog. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like to suddenly find yourself supporting uh, a new team. But that's uh, all to come. We'll chat more with David L shortly. The Hawks. And Jacob's daily podcast. David Early is with us. We've been chatting about his uh, new film, film uh, Brian and Charles, which you can go see at the cinema now. Um, and uh, David moved out to the West Country and needed a new football club. And yeah. so much to Charlie's annoyance, even though well, sort of you know. the, the one that was actually technically <laughs> the closest was Torquay United. Is it? Is it? Well, it is apparently so. Yeah, I did, I did so. look it up right. on Google Maps last time we had you on. But at the same right. time, you know, I'm pleased you've stayed off my patch, David, because you look more <laughs> famous than me, so it's pretty good. Right. <laughs> right. I'd love to throw my weight around your patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But Exeter City <laughs> got your patronage, and yeah, uh, my new football club, the podcast you do with Joe Wilkinson, uh, has been telling that story. It's a great it? idea. It is. I mean, I, it's worth going back to show one because it was a real sort of exercise in someone learning about a new club and learning about uh, because Joe's a Gillingham fan and he gives you his insight into what it's like, um, if you like, as, a, as you were a kind of a, a Manchester United fan, and yeah. that, that, that has no bears no relation to what goes on at Gillingham really or Exeter no. City. Honestly, there were half, half the clubs in. Oh, I'm going to sound like a terrible person. <laughs> half the half the clubs in League Two, I've never heard of. Wow. <laughs> what are you <laughs> even doing on Talksport? <laughs> <laughs> Forest Green Rovers, who? Oh yeah, well, no, and, one's uh, heard of, no one's heard of that. that. No, I don't know anything about Torquay. I'm sorry, Charlie. No way. <laughs> we're not. We're not in League Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, but uh, no, it's all new to me and. Um, I just re I I followed Man United and never gone. I'd only seen like two or three of their games because I lived down south, and I really wanted to try and become a proper supporter and take my boys as well, spend some time with yeah, them yeah. Uh, on a Saturday afternoon. And I took my middle boy to the first game, and after thirty-five minutes, he said, "I'm out. I don't want to come again." Oh, <laughs> I mean, it is, unless you are invested, the standard does feel poor. Yeah. <laughs> Unless well, you are fully emotionally invested, yeah. But he's he's only six, but yeah. uh, so now I go on my own. So the idea was to bond with my children. Now I have to say goodbye at one o'clock every Saturday. Yeah, so, they they, yeah. they don't like it till they're about ten, eleven. They don't, oh they really? Don't, yeah, they oh, don't really good. like it. They'll they'll love it when they're they'll ten come or eleven. They'll it. come back and to it. Yeah. The, the fans around you. It's that interesting thing of you saying this. It's saying to Joe, "There's this bloke that I stand near, and he does this, that, and the other." He said, "Oh yeah, you always get one of them." There are <laughs> certain, they're like football central casting, really, aren't yeah. they? There's always yeah. characters like the bloke who goes and watches the academy team and says, "I've yeah. seen him play twice for the reserves." Oh, yeah, 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 those yeah. that know everything about press, the club, press and knows the club secretary's name. Joe said there's always a mod. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it is always And I, I was looking around for the mod and then realised I was wearing red Dr. Martin boots. I'm oh, like, oh, I'm the you, mod. You're the mod, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always seem to find there's a bloke who looks like a young Sylvester Stallone. Is oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> there's always like, <laughs> at, most, uh, oh, at most football, you'll see the young Sylvester Stallone guy. Yeah, wow. well, I yeah, found the woman who passes wind a lot. Oh, I found goodness me. Wow. Couldn't even so, pass wind, mate. Yeah, I've not encountered the woman that passes wind a lot. <laughs> That's because you're at Spurs, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's too right. posh. You don't, you don't get that in the Premier League. No, you, you Nobody farts in the Premier League. Lovely old song, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Lovely old song from <laughs> the Blitz. musical song. <laughs> Tommy Trinder, I think, during his time at Fulham. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. You've, you've happened yeah. upon a team that have had... Six, I mean, this is the thing. Maybe yeah. it's a bit of that Manchester United stardust that has rubbed off on them. But, they've, they've, of course, they've got promoted, haven't they? Yeah, well, my thing is, I think we've made them buoyant over the season. I oh, think we've okay. given the little, the little rocket up their bottom that they needed. So <laughs> me, me and Joe feel like it's all down to the pod. You've, you've claimed, uh, you've claimed the success for yourselves. <laughs> have the you? club yeah, embraced yeah. it, David? They, have they, are they, they're aware of it and, and they, they know oh, of the podcast. Yeah, oh, they've been amazing. Mm. Yeah, they, uh, we've had Matt Jay and Pierce Sweeney on, and um, who? Uh, who was <laughs> Sorry, I love doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing uh, that. <laughs> Matt Taylor, the manager, came, he's been on a couple of times. Wow. And, uh, he intimidates us, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they've been great. And I, I was welcomed into the Heritage Lounge to eat some duck. 
Wow, hey. They had duck in Exeter, did they? Oh, yeah, nice. they did that. Yeah, and then no I wonder she's passing there. wind all the time. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find out that woman's name. Yeah. Do you know they give her bit, she's probably got a nickname we can't say at this time of day. How but. does it how does it work? Pass it! Pass it. <laughs> yeah, what what causes yeah. the issue? Swing it in the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. What's the catalyst? Yeah. That's true. Is it just... Oh, I, did I tell you? Um I wrote a song. Oh, that's uh, nice. Called Exeter City. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, it's a good little title. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, they played it at half time. Wow. Wow. Wee. Yeah, during the match. They must we got be promoted. desperate. We're a desperate club. No, I mean, I absolutely hate Exeter. Exeter City are my worst team in the whole Why? world. I ha- Why? I, I absolutely can't stand them. What? <laughs> Charlie, come on. Why? Really? I hate them. Is it Paul? geography? Why? Always Why? hated them. Why? Just because they're just, oh, they're just awful. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> I everything heard about them. Torquay and Plymouth, they've got a little relationship going. So you, a Torquay fan will go and watch Plymouth for vice versa. No, absolutely not. That's absolute rubbish. Oh, okay. Absolute Fair rubbish. Enough. What is your problem? Absolute rubbish. It my doesn't... problem is Exeter City. That's what my problem is. <laughs> okay. Do they do they play? I mean, pre-season, for, would you, I see they've just beaten True. We've got them next Saturday, actually. Yes. You've got, got, them ex- next, yes. got them next to next Saturday in a pre-season friendly. You're not taking your ultras. It's not going to go off, Charlie, is it? You're not, not taking the talking ultras. <laughs> They're going to go oh, off. Oh, so I was told um, the Exeter-Plymouth game oh, has right. been, I think it's been put back to lunchtime. Been put back put, to 1972. They don't want people drinking all day. That's what it is on the on the old scrumpy. There we are. I didn't, nice didn't realise it got so spicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I spent. Okay. If you if you look at there's a there's a Twitter feed called I can't say the word C nineties uh, football. Oh yeah. On, okay. Uh, on, and uh, and uh, the 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 best clip they've got is of a miss on Boxing Day by Aidan Newhouse. Right. And uh, I am in, I am in, oh. yeah. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's from like nineteen ninety three or something. And it's Boxing Day and it ends nil nil the game and it's like on the line and I am behind the goal in that clip. Wow. Miserable oh. freezing cold Boxing Day. Nil, nil. Yeah. I think it's oh, Boxing Day anyway. Yeah, must yeah. check that out. <laughs> yeah, check that out. I sold it. Yeah. <laughs> All being well, you can turn that clip into a feature film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's got, it's, uh, it's, it's, they've got under your skin, David. There you are. You're, you're a proper committed Exeter oh, City fan now. Yeah. The, the morning after we got promoted, at like 6.15 a.m., I bought two season tickets. Wow. I thought I want yeah. this next, and I've looked at the league table, and there's some big sleeping giants in yeah. there. Mm. There really are. Yeah. So I'm really excited about watching those. Yeah. yeah you'll be, you won't be at Accrington Stanley away then, or Morecambe? No. Morecambe away? No. Uh, no, no. 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 Just the home games. Yeah. Is that bad? That's all right, isn't it? Just I don't like... know. I think you should take in the away game. If you're going to be a proper fan, you've got to go away as well. Yeah. I they, think I'll do Forest that. Green Rovers. Yeah. yeah. That, that'll be a good episode of the podcast, I think, if you yeah. if you go to an away game. Yeah. In fact, Tim Key said he'd come with me to Forest Green Rovers and oh, right. we'd do it, record yeah, a little bit. Sure, only yeah. going to fame, with famous people, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, Brad's been in touch. He said, "There's always a jean jacket and moustache guy." Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Look, yes, there is a little moustache there. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, people. Yeah, cl- there is. People cling on to when they were at their most successful, don't they? They dress like it. That's how they do. I it, had so. a thought. Sorry, have you got to finish? No, no, no. Yeah, go on very quick, oh. quickly, don't you? you no, no, it's about me throwing up. Don't worry oh. about it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> we, we enjoyed your film. I don't know why you're that. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, lovely to talk to you. Best of luck with the film. Brian and Charles out at cinemas now. Available, I'm sure, as a digital download soon. Do watch it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely film. It's got a lot brilliant. of... Brilliant. Uh, really excellent. And he's I'm very thrilled funny. for your success. It's brilliant. Yeah. Other than Thanks, guys. hope Exit City get relegated and then go out of business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Dave. Thanks, Thanks very, very much. much. Good Thank to you. talk to you. Cheers. There we are, David Earl there. Yeah, excellent, wasn't Comedian. It? I don't know how they go out of business. I, no, I don't that's, that's a bit, you know, a lot of people far. rely on I their job. Too, took it, took it too far, jobs. Paul. Yeah. I let, I let, you know, the foot, it was the football talking. Yes, yeah. Well, if there's that that person that's always at the game, uh, yeah, we'll have them. Give us a few more of those. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TSH and J. Add them to the list of those things that weren't quite live aid. We'll bring you some more of those in the final hour. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, good afternoon. It is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on uh, Talk Sport. And uh, coming up in the final hour, we'll head to LA and chat to the Mirrors, Darren Lewis. Uh, because he's there with Chelsea, Raheem Sterling on his way. It looks like Nathan Aki could be on his way back, of course, to yeah. the club. And uh, Kula Bali, that deal looks like it could be happening too. We'll be uh, touching on that, plus some of the other transfer stories of the day. Lizzie Kelly joins us, former jockey, now TalkSport racing commentator, on some pretty uh, hefty changes to the uh, whip rules in the world of racing that yeah. could have uh, really impacted some big races so far this year, were they in place, including the Grand National. We'll get Lizzie's... Thoughts on that, and we'll be in Italy as well. Daniele Fisichella joins us to chat about uh, some of Paul Pogba's comments after his return to Juve about his time at Manchester United, and indeed a little bit more on uh, on Koulibaly and more. But before all of that, uh, notice today a little viral clip yeah. doing the rounds. Great fun. There was a um, a friendly pre-season friendly uh, last night, and um, Bert and Albion were in action. And uh, their fans were quite taken by the uh, sponsors for the substitution <laughs> yes. last night. Gotta get money in where you can, Paul. Yeah, know. and uh, you know, on the face of it, uh, it, it's not that funny. It was um, doggy daycare Burton, which meant that Ian Hawkins, the the Burton PA announcer, would announce the players that were going on and coming off, and then. Yeah. And that a pre-season friendly, there's a lot of that, Paul, isn't there? There's oh, yeah, a lot of, yeah, you know, yeah. trialist A's coming on. or Trialist A, trialist B. Of know. course, I saw your game last night. You had a, yeah, a couple of trials. Set up by trials. Thrashed Exmouth 2-0. But um, the crowd knew it was coming. They anticipated the yeah, announcement of the sponsors. Loved uh, it. And uh, this is the way it unfolded before we chat to Ian Hawkins, the man on the mic. Players coming on are 23, Terry Taylor and 13, Ben Rutledge. Brought to you by Doggy Day. Doggy Day. Doggy Day. There's only one Doggy Day. There's only one Doggy Day. Great timing as well from the PA guy. Oh, lovely. Uh, Yes, uh, the man on the mic there on the PA, uh, Ian Hawkins. Hi, Ian. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Charlie. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. thanks. Now, were you leaving those pauses for the crowd? Were yeah. you were you working the crowd there? Was. Was, was, was that a deliberate pause pun there from you guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, pause, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah, 
I have to give a bit of a lead in, obviously, when I do it. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it sort of was a deliberate uh, buy. You, you know, it, it's a chance of give, give, giving the sponsors every opportunity they can get to get the coverage really out of it. So, yeah, yeah it's something that it, it got a bit of traction last season. Uh, Doggy Daycare, Burton Carney started doing some sponsorship work with us last year. Um, and when we had some of the bigger way support, so it got a bit of traction, similar to last night. But last night was was like nothing I think we've, we've seen with that one so far. It was I mean, amazing. Hot, probably hot weather. Everybody's gone out, made out a couple yeah. of drinks first. Yeah. They're just so pleased to be back what, in the ground. What number substitution was that? Because it feels oh, like you know someone started well, filming it because that had started <clears> happening. <throat> Yeah, well, Forrest had made eight at the same time in, early in the second half, which, to be fair, we didn't do Doggy Daycare every time for, for each, each substitution of there. We just did them all in one. Uh, Burton had probably done about six lots of substitutions at that stage. Yeah. It, it, it even got to the point where all the substitutions had been made and the Forest fans were shouting they wanted another sub to come on. Just to get it going. Yeah, just to get it going again. It, it was amazing. It really was a great night. It's great for doggy daycare, isn't I mean, it? I mean, here we are on national it radio. It's gone viral. It's, I mean, I'm yeah. sure they've been inundated today. Yeah, it is. And I say, you know, they, they only really got involved with the club last year. I, I think, I think one of our summer signings last summer actually started to use use their business uh, for their own pet, and that that led to them doing a, a sort of a player sponsorship. Uh, and then early on in the season, you know, they decided they were going to do some announcement sponsorships. And, and like I say, you know, it, that, that started to take off. And then as the season went on, we had other local companies wanting to get on the bandwagon a bit, you know, maybe not to the same extent that um, uh, Doggy Daycare yeah, have. Yeah. But, you know, they, they've certainly jumped on the bandwagon. We had, we had one about two or three years ago. We played um, Leicester City in the Carabao Cup. And as a one-off game, we had a local accountancy firm called Danes who uh, sponsored most of the uh, announcements that night. And that sort of... Didn't quite go viral, but we had. I think they, I think the Leicester fans misheard it. And they were all shouting out for, for su- su- Super Dave's accountant. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dave. Oh, nice, yeah, Dave's accountant. You probably wouldn't yeah, want to go to an accountant called Dave's. A calf you're going depends to. Depends what for. Dave's. Depends what you won't put all your financial <laughs> uh, needs in the hands of Dave. Would my you my favourite no. one at Burton Albion again is I've been I've been to watch you a couple of times and I always like the the big sign that says Don Amok King of Caravans, which yeah. I, and, and, and I think the stand's named after him, isn't it? It is, yeah. Again, you know, some of the lo- uh, business that's local to us only about five miles down the road. And, you know, Don's always been a very good friend of the club over, over a number of years. Yeah, you know, he, he helps out by, by, by sponsoring uh, one of the stands at the club. You know, to be fair, most of the sponsors we've got are, are local companies, even though a lot of them have uh, much wider reach na- uh, nationally. You know, and this, you know, with like Doggy Daycare, they, they've had some great response to this. Yeah. And, how many uh, how many years you've been doing the the job Ian, on the PA? Oh, I've been doing, I've been doing it more more than twenty five years now. Really? Fantastic. Going, going the old Eden Park ground and the old Southern League days. You know, so you've you seen you've seen massive amount of change at Burton mm-hmm. Albion from non league up to the league and winning all, all those oh, Nigel definitely. Clough years and you know now yeah. back Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank back for his second second spell and he's 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 doing a great job again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, uh, Jimmy came in when we were what bottom of the table about um, eighteen months or so ago. Uh, you know, we, we we looked dead and buried in League One at, at Christmas time in the in the COVID season. Uh, Jimmy came in and miraculously kept us up with a fantastic run of form in the second half of the season. Um, you know, and and, he, and he's trying to build from there. It's you know, there's been some ups and downs over last season. We started off well. Um, and then second half of the season, we lost one or two key players in the January window, uh, but we sort of stabilised. And you know, now this season, it's about sort of kicking on again, trying to bring some, trying to bring some quality signings in, and seeing if we can push on again this season.
Good stuff. Well, look, good to talk to you, Ian. It's great to go viral and say great for a doggy yeah. daycare in Burton. So uh, um, enjoy the season. All the best. Thanks for joining us. Well done. And uh, I've got everyone from Burton. Come on, you brewers. Come on, Indeed. you brewers. New brewers, exactly. yeah. Um, there we are. Ian Hawkins, the Burton PA announcer. One been doggy to Burton, daycare. Paul? Ever been to Burton Albion FC? I've been to Burton the place, but I've not been to Burton Albion FC. Where the our paths have not crossed. Nice little ground. With nice the little ground. It's uh, good. I don't think we've ever... I can't think of us playing Burton in the cup. Well, I've just I've just been on one of my visits when I'm oh, away when for the weekend. Well, yeah, that's right. That's I'll, nice. I'll I'll you're not the, the only comedian who does it. If you're no. doing if you're if you're away for a weekend doing a bunch of gigs in a in a city, yeah. you'll go and take in a game, exactly. a few games in the area. I'm at the Nottingham Glee. I'd I'd look and see if oh, I'd normally go either. Forest first. Yeah. I wouldn't even go to Notts County anymore because I don't like them. Um, and then Burton after you know, Burton Albion after that. You do take that. against teams, yes, don't you? Yes, I do, Paul. Is that because they beat you? No, we've never, no. never beaten us recently, Notts oh, County. Okay. Right, you got... Fair yeah, we, beat, we beat them 4-1, 5-1 last season. Wow, we. Terrible team. <laughs> you know how to win friends, don't you, Charlie? It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, tires down stories. Uh, I didn't want to go to work. One day, says Steve the Toon fan. Oh, yeah. So I let my two front tires down and sent a photo to my boss. Oh, that's a nice <laughs> wow. idea. Somebody's written that down in the mind. Yeah. I think I'll give that a go. <laughs> Only then to realize my home inflator had packed in and I couldn't blow them back up again. I had to get recovered. <laughs> oh, oh no. Steve, that'll teach you. There we are. Uh, it's like, uh, my friend Roshin Connerty, she has a joke which is uh, always start yeah. a new job with four with a full set of grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> four days off there. Um, yes, this has come in from. Uh, they haven't put their name on it. Uh, right. Lovely to hear Bob and Rupert at the golf earlier on. My son just asked if Bob is the voice of the guy of Mr. Incredible. I, oh, I, I don't, don't, I don't think he is. Knows. He should be, shouldn't he? It's a great lovely, voice. He? He, yeah, should, yeah. he should have been Disneyed up. Certainly, I would have thought. There we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, with Live Aid, apparently in a survey, uh, being the greatest cultural event yes. of the last 50 years. 50 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. We um, we were after well, those events. One of them is the opening of the Channel Tunnel, Paul. Is that a cultural event? Massively. I wouldn't. I, I can't really remember you, where I was when it survey, opened. Yeah. Asked, it, I mean, I'm t- delighted it's there. Yeah. Makes life a lot easier. It's very good, isn't it? But do you ever get on a hovercraft, Charlie? No, do you ever have the joys of a hovercraft? Still, do they still run the hovercraft? I think they do in some, on some trips, yeah. Oh, I'd like but to I, 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 I'm of an age when I was a kid. I remember yeah. going over... To France uh, on the old hovercraft. Nice. Yeah, was, was it a... faster? What was the benefit, Paul? Um, I, don't, I remember one particularly choppy crossing, <laughs> yeah. which was which was really unpleasant. Yeah, really not. And what nice. is the benefit of a hovercraft? Is it just? Is it just that it's? That like, it was quicker. Yeah, it was quicker than the ferry. Quicker than the ferry. It was no. It was flatten far, out the waves. Far from it. It was like mm. crossing the channel on a bouncy castle. Okay, to be honest, right. but anyway, they they Imagine still that. exist. Yeah, be good, wouldn't it? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not live aid, eh? but our new local cafe was opened by Tony Stamp and Reg Hollis from the Bill back in the late nineties <laughs> when they were in their pomp. Says uh, bad, Nico, they're good bookings. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, played not cricket with Tony, and he Did comes you? out, he bats in his um, bats in his policeman's Does helmet. He? Lovely he, bit of business. That's there, his bit of business that he does when he comes out oh. the bat for the Bunburys. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. I'm back with Andy tomorrow. Lovely As from next week, Charlie, we're back to back to Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, two days. Lovely stuff. Uh, Andy's back to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Because um, you're on school sports duty tomorrow. School, aren't you? No, it's not school sports. School oh, concert. School concert. End of, you know how it is. End of end Can of the, the year. All dad, these things come really, up. Really? Because school sports, the mums and dads get a chance to. There's no school races. Can't they get it's you up shame, to tap dance, sing? Chance to like shine. That. Chance that to shine, good, wouldn't it? Like over 100 metres. But no, you're back on Saturday with Max. I'll back Saturday with Max. Indeed, I am.
Brilliant. Okay, I'm back with Andy tomorrow. Do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available at around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.